Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon, a tax sell veteran, expert, and trainer, author of the Tax Sell Playbook, and founder of the Tax Sell Academy. And I'm your host for the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, head to taxsellacademy.com. That's taxsellacademy.com. On today's episode, we'll be discussing OTC properties. Over-the-counter properties, also known as OTC properties, are the properties that are sold quite literally over-the-counter. Just like you walk into the grocery store and buy milk, you'll be able to walk into the county's office and purchase a piece of property. And it should be noted that OTC properties can refer to both tax deeds, which is where you're buying the actual property, and tax liens, where you're buying a lien against the property. Both are available OTC in many areas. Now, it should be noted that OTC properties can refer to both tax liens, where you're buying a lien against the property, and tax deeds, where you're buying the actual property itself. Both are available OTC or over-the-counter in many areas. Now, some counties will also refer to over-the-counter properties as lands available for taxes, county-held properties, surplus properties, and a variety of different other names that are all ultimately referring to OTC properties. So now that you understand what OTC stands for, Let's go ahead and get into some details. As we discussed in previous episodes, once a piece of property becomes delinquent, it will work its way through the tax foreclosure and the tax sale process in that specific state, and it will eventually be auctioned off. Now, in the event that the property does go to auction, but does not sell, there's nobody that bids on that property, what will happen is essentially the property will become available OTC or over the counter. So again, that's where you walk in, choose the property you want, make payment, and you walk out owning that property. So exactly how much are these OTC properties available for? What's the price tag? Well, the price tag is typically going to be set for the amount of the back due taxes, interest, and fees that are owed on that property. If you come up with that amount, you can buy that property in most states if they offer OTC properties. Now, if it sits on the county's list and the list available for taxes or the OTC list for any set period of time, maybe six months, 12 months, or 24 months, some areas have it worked into their law where they will eventually begin to lower the price of that property until it sells. The great thing with OTC properties is that there is typically no competitive bidding process. It's not an auction format. You'll know how much you're gonna be paying for that property prior to walking into their office, which is really a great way to be efficient. Now, in some areas where they don't offer OTC buying technically, they offer it in a semi-negotiated process with ultimately the same result. And what I mean by this is they will either negotiate the price with you one-on-one -on -one, or you'll submit a sealed bid to the county who will review it and then they'll say yes or no. There is no bidding and usually no competition. Now, don't let the word negotiated scare you away. I recently purchased 10 different properties through a so-called negotiated process where my bid for that property had to be read aloud at the county commission meeting and there had to be a majority vote in order to sell that property to me. Now, it sounds like a pretty complicated process, but the end result was my bid was only $75 per property or $750 for all 10 properties, and it was unanimously approved, so it's really not that big of a deal. Now, another benefit of OTC purchasing is that you know what's available. These properties are unlikely to get redeemed or removed from the auction at the very last minute like the traditional auctions follow, right? For the majority of the properties, the only chance that it would be removed from the OTC list 
is in the event that another investor will walk in and buys that property out from underneath you. This really allows you the time that you need to research the property. It can admittedly be very, very frustrating to research all these properties, perform all these site visits, and prepare to buy a piece of property only to have it removed from the auction at the very last minute. This rarely happens with OTC properties, unless of course you are waiting a significant amount of time for whatever reason, another investor swoops in and buys that property in the meantime. Of course, there is one primary negative that comes along with OTC properties, and it's the exact reason that they're available OTC or over-the-counter. Let me remind you of the process again. You have a property owner who fails to pay the taxes on a piece of property to the point where they lose that property or a senior lien is filed against them, a tax lien is filed against them. From there, the property or lien goes to an auction and nobody decides to purchase it. Nobody makes the minimum bid, right? Then the property is offered OTC. So we have a property owner who doesn't want to pay the tax on the property. Then a room full of bidders, presumably with money in their pockets, ready to bid on a piece of property, also don't want to bid or don't want that property. Now, of course, it's possible that the property has slipped through the cracks. However, it's more likely that this property probably has some sorts of issues. The most common properties that I see available OTC are worthless properties. Now, they can be narrow, unbuildable lots, properties in flood zones, property with contamination issues, landlocked properties, that kind of thing. A large percentage of the properties available OTC are properties that you do not want to mess with, and you certainly don't want to purchase these properties. And this percentage will increase the longer the properties sit on the over-the-counter list. If there are any properties available on the OTC list that are have been on that list for a year or longer, you must perform very, very thorough due diligence to ensure you aren't buying a worthless piece of property. Because at this point, a property owner failed to pay the taxes, no one bid on the property at the auction, and now it has sit on the OTC list without any interested buyers for a year or longer. It should have red flags popping up all over the place. I don't say this to scare you, however. When it comes to OTC properties, you can get very, very good deals from time to time if you're extremely careful and diligent with your research. As far as figuring out what properties are available OTC, I'd simply call the county's tax foreclosure department and ask them, where do I get a list of all the properties that went unsold and how can I buy these properties? They'll usually provide a website that will have the list posted along with instructions for buying the properties. Now, here's a strategy that I recommend when it comes to buying over-the-counter properties. Check the OTC list early and check the OTC list very, very often. The best OTC properties will not sit on the over-the-counter list for a year or longer. In fact, they probably won't even make it a month. What you'll want to do is scoop up the very best properties as soon as they hit that list. Monitor a few different counties, and as soon as you see a worthwhile property, do your research as quickly and as thoroughly and as efficiently and make sure it's as accurate as possible. And then if you want that property, buy it as quickly as possible. Buying OTC properties is always a very hot topic, and many investors have had tremendous success with this strategy alone. My caution to you, however, is to be patient with what comes available, and by all means, again, guys, perform even more thorough research for OTC properties than you would for the standard tax sale properties. You must be 100% positive 
that you didn't miss any of the drawbacks of that specific property prior to your purchase. That's it for today's podcast, guys. If you'd like more information on investing in tax-defaulted real estate, including over-the-counter purchasing, be sure to visit TaxAllAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxAllAcademy.com. Now, before I sign off, guys, I'd like to ask for one quick favor from you. We provide loads and loads of free training for new tax investors on our podcast, on our Facebook page, on their YouTube channel, and all sorts of different other avenues. And in exchange, what we'd really, really appreciate, guys, if you don't mind subscribing to us and providing a like or positive comment just to let us know that you're enjoying the trainings that we're offering, which will, of course, encourage us to continue to offer these trainings for free for the years to come. That's it for today, folks. Make it a successful day. Take care. Bye-bye.